and mercy on my own life. Anybody can change. And it's possible that betrayal can trigger change. It's possible that the guilt they feel for what they did triggers change. It's possible that the pain they see they inflicted on you causes them to change. Change is possible. But there's only one way to know. Here it is. Samson didn't pray. Samson went back for the wrong reason. But here's the third problem. Samson didn't have the courage to have the difficult conversation 
to prove change existed. I don't know who this is for, but I want you to get it, write it down. That reconciliation requires difficult conversation. Reconciliation requires difficult conversation. Last time, reconciliation requires difficult conversation. We can't pretend this didn't happen. We can't act like we're just going to walk back in here. We can't act like there's no accountability and explanation. And if we don't have the difficult conversation, how can there be reconciliation? We can't reconcile until we understand why this went down. We can't be reconciled until we talk about how things are going to change. We can't be reconciled until you know the depth of the pain you caused me in my life. We can't be reconciled until you sit and listen to what's in my heart. We can't be reconciled until we agree that God has called both of us into this. We can't be reconciled without the difficult conversation. Reconciliation is possible, but it requires a difficult conversation it requires the right reason, and it requires prayer. Forgiveness can take you down the road of reconciliation. God will never take you down the road of retaliation. But there's one more alternative. That God is in the forgiveness of reconciliation. And God is also in the forgiveness found in separation. This may be tough for some folk to hear, but you can forgive someone and still separate yourself from them. You can forgive someone and still determine that it's best we go our separate ways. You can forgive someone and still block them on your phone. You can forgive someone and still determine that it's best we not speak to one another. Beloved, here is the problem. We've convinced ourselves that separating always has to be ugly. It has to be nasty. It has to be vile. It has to be violent. But you can separate yourself from someone in a way that honors God. And the mature among us know that sometimes separating myself from you is the only way to maintain my peace with God and my sanity with myself. Sometimes walking away from you is necessary for me to get closer to God and stay in my right mind. Sometimes I've got to distance myself from you in order to get myself back together. That every now and then, separation is what God requires of us. You know who we see it in? We see it in Samson's wife. She gets her a new husband and keeps on moving. <laughs> she is not lamenting Samson. She's not crying over Samson. Why? Because she realizes that Samson's not good for her. And she's not good for Samson. Come on. Beloved, every now and then, you've got to ask yourself, a difficult series of questions. Who do they bring out of me? And who do I bring out of them? Come on. 
Who do you bring out of me? And who do I bring out of you? And if the me you bring out of me is misaligned with God's will, and if the you I bring out of you is not holy and righteous, then this cannot be where God wants us to be. I can't be in a relationship with anyone who brings the evil out of me and the ugly out of me and the petty out of me and the nasty out of me and the vulgar out of me and the violent out of me. I need someone who brings the God out of me. And if I bring the evil out of you and the low down out of you and the nasty out of you, y'all, we have a problem. Can I push this a little bit? Here's the problem. God never ordained Samson's marriage to his first wife. I can prove it to you. I want you to go back and read Exodus chapter 34. And in Exodus 34, the children of Israel are prohibited at that time from marrying Philistines. That's why Samson's mama and daddy tried to talk him out of marrying that woman in the first place because they knew that marriage could not be ordained by God. It was allowed by God, but it wasn't ordained by God. Come on. And y'all, if we'll be honest, there are a whole lot of things we've gotten ourselves in that were allowed, but were never ordained. And here's what I come by to tell you. It's hard to be reconciled where there was no ordained plan. It's hard to bring back together what God never put together in the first place. It's hard to to make it fit and work when God never had God's hand on it to begin. God allowed it because you wanted it, but God never ordained it in his will. And every now and then you'll find that God may not orchestrate the separation But God will get some glory out of it. I I feel like preaching that God may not orchestrate it, but God can get glory out of it. It may not have been God's work, but God will get some glory out of the separation. I'm, I'm looking for some grown folk who can look back over your life and in retrospect, you can see the hand of God at work in the separation. I want to preach to some folk that can look behind you with 2020 vision and know that it hurt you at the time but God was working in the background God was behind the scenes God was beneath the screen God was working some things out that you clearly see now God got some glory out of the separation I look for some folk who know that weeping endured for a night but after some days passed joy did come I want some folk who saw enemies come around you and thought you were destined for doom only to find out that God was just preparing a table that they would sit at while God blessed you. I'm looking for some folk that know that what started out as evil, God turned it into good. That, 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 that brother Mark is the story of Joseph. You remember Joseph, don't you? Oh, yeah. Betrayed by his brothers, thrown in a pit, left to die, sold into slavery. If anybody had a reason to hate his brothers, it was Joseph. But by the time 
God got finished with Joseph. By the time God worked it out for his good, by the time God finished writing his story, Joseph sat on the vice throne of Egypt as second in charge. Oh, yeah. Because even though you've been betrayed, God has another way of turning your betrayal into your blessing. Oh, yes. And y'all, here's, here's where it gets good. After the Lord had blessed him, and after he had been healed by his blessings, then God brought his brothers back in his presence so they can be reconciled. The separation was necessary for the reconciliation. Amen. To download this week's message in its entirety and or to support this ministry financially, please visit alphastreet.org or be sure to download our Alpha Street Baptist Church app in iTunes or in the Google Play Store. You can also follow us on Instagram at ASBC underscore Faith Forward. Join us in one of our online services that take place online on Saturdays at 6 p.m., Sunday morning at 8 a.m., 10 a.m., and 2 p.m. Make sure you join us next week on Magic 102.3 and 92.7, the real sound of the DMV, for another inspiring and uplifting message on Faith Forward with Pastor Howard John Wesley of Alfred Street Baptist Church in Alexandria, Virginia. It's good to go, go, go. Yeah, it's good to go, good to go, good to go. Don't you know my love for you is good to go? I said it's good to go, good to go, good to go. Don't you know my love for you is good to go? My love for you is always true and I give my heart to you and that is good to go. It's good to go.
Just another good 